In psychology's therapeutic communication, it's called false reassurance. Toxic positivity is false reassurance. For example, when someone comes up to you and wants to share his or her problems, the cliche response kaagad would be okay lang yan or magiging okay din ang lahat, which is non-therapeutic kasi it's like you're trying to invalidate the other person's feelings. Welcome, everybody, to another brand new episode of SOS here on Adulting with Joyce Spring. My name is Erin Titus. She's Joyce Spring, and together we are here to try and dissect and put some some order into the world that we have absolutely no idea what's going on in. Uh, how, are, how are you doing, Farts? How was your night? I am doing okay. I finally got into the show that Erin Titus has been bugging me to watch and i fell in love with it it's called modern love and uh, it's on amazon it's pretty amazing parts i have to say you you do know me well this this show has hooked me you know what i was thinking so i'm on the fifth or sixth episode now what was happening um the one the, where they were at the hospital yes that one uh, that was fifth that's my favorite one okay so i i think the reason why i like it is because it's it's a lot like before sunset Yes. Right, yes. Most, it, it doesn't have any grand story arch. It doesn't have like a very complicated plot. But it's just, it's so in-depth and human. And, and it makes it so interesting. I loved Modern Love. Uh, one, because it, it reminded me so much of New York. Like it was just oh. so New York. And it was just like, oh man, I love everything about this city. I need to be there right now. And then, of course, uh, I could relate to a lot of the different characters that were in it. Um, for those that don't know what it is, it's eight different essays uh, that were written about love um, that they turned into um, an entire episode on the show. So the first episode has the girl, has the mom from How I Met Your Mother. Um, second episode is Dave Patel. Uh, Dev Patel. Uh, third one has... Uh, Anne Hathaway in it. It was yeah. like star-studded, star-studded cast. Uh, out of the five that you've seen so far, which one did you like the most? You know which one I like the most. Yeah, I know. I just wanted you to say it because I was I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> so yeah, I like the third one the most, and I feel like you're right. When I watched that episode, you guys should watch it too. I just I felt so seen, and it tackled a lot about it. Not it's not really about the love story, romantic love story, but more of like a love story for yourself yes. and finding like a, a really valuable love in friendship and how that could change someone who's struggling with mental health. And so I really love that. We're not going to spoil anything for yes. you guys. So just go on ahead and watch that. I love our SOS Facebook group because they do send in their own Netflix shows that they're currently watching and are binge watching. So you guys could check that out too if you become part of the group. But in the meantime, we're going to be answering another question for today. Not really a question, a topic, right? Yeah, a topic. Yeah, this time around, uh, we, we we try to go through the different places that you guys can send in your questions just so that everyone feels like they're they're getting a little bit of the love. So now we're going back to the Facebook group uh, where we have gotten some questions before. And uh, this time... Joyce is going to be taking care of that. So what is our topic for today? Okay, so the topic for today is something that we've constantly seen online in the past couple of weeks. It's a term that I have never seen in my entire life, um, but have been fairly acquainted with in the past few months. And it's called toxic 
positivity. And someone from our group actually messaged, and she said, "Hey friends, what are your thoughts about toxic positivity? Should we stop being too critical during these times? I keep seeing this on the internet, and it's interesting. Is toxic positivity depression and anxiety's pitfall? Uh, parts." What what would you categorize as toxic positivity? If you were someone who's trying to explain this to a 12-year-old, trying to, you know, be more cultured and understand society better, and he goes, Kuya Aaron, what does toxic positivity mean? And how do I apply it? How do I not apply it in everyday life? Well, hi, Teng. Uh, thank you for sending in your, your topic. And it's a very uh, time... I guess it's so perfect for the time right now that yeah. uh, toxic positivity is at pretty much an all-time high at the moment. Now, okay, if you would ask me what I think toxic positivity is, is when things are going really bad already, you just decide to forget all of the bad and concentrate specifically on what's positive. So it's like, at least, you know, let's just focus on, you know, the good things and all that. I, for one, am not a fan of toxic positivity. And I think that we have highlighted that here on the show, that we are always trying to promote positivity on the show, but we have always made sure that we were aware and we we gave the, the equal right amount of attention to the negativity that is around, um, mm. uh, around us as well. Because if you can't focus on what is the negative, you can't improve that. So for me, toxic positivity is turning a blind eye to negativity just to be able to to have a positive mind. Does that make any sense? I just felt like I rambled on there. No, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. I feel like it's it's okay to kind of ramble on on this topic because not we don't have a scientific, um, you know, definition somebody, I, of I what toxic positivity put, is. Uh, a definition in the, yes. in the comment so section. Yeah. We've got a couple of answers actually on the comment section in the SOS group. Mara posted something from Tanglao Mental Health. Uh, what is toxic positivity? It says here, toxic positivity is the excessive and ineffective overgeneralization of a happy and optimistic state in any situation in the denial, minimization, and invalidation of genuine human emotional experience. When a person exhibits toxic positivity, they deny any and all negative experiences that make us human and lives and lives their life this way. Okay, so if I were to put this in a normal situation to kind of simplify it for everyone, mm-hmm. it's like when you're having a really bad day and somebody goes to you, you shouldn't feel that way. You know, life is so great. You have so many blessings in your life. That's pretty much it. That's toxic yes. positivity. It's or it's basically saying, um, I I always tell people that just because I'm having a tummy ache doesn't mean you can go on saying, yeah, yeah, malayo yun sa bituka. Well, technically, malapit sa bituka. Sige, sabi natin headache. <laughs> you, you see how I try? I have yeah. these conversations in my yeah. head where I just kind of rebuttal myself. Anyway, okay, so if I have a headache, right? And I say, oh, I, this is really getting me down. I feel, I'm feeling so down because of this headache. Um, and somebody goes up to me and goes like, you know, you should stop really complaining because you're so blessed. Malayo sa bituka yan. You shouldn't even feel bad about it. Or, for example, with COVID-19 and, and you know, you're, you're rambling on to your friends or on social media going like, I'm really sad and depressed and I'm, I'm really not feeling well about the situation. And somebody replies to you going like, nasa bahay ka lang naman eh. Ba't di ka nalamag Netflix dyan? You should be grateful. 
That's toxic positivity. Yes. And here is how you differentiate toxic positivity from positivity that's actually healthy. Toxic positivity disregards the negative feelings of the other person. How you do healthy positivity is you actually acknowledge it before offering up a silver lining. So you can go, I'm really sorry that you feel that way, but you know, I kind of see the positive in all this. Even though it's painful and we're going through a lot of suffering right now, I really think that we should hold on to hope and keep looking in the future and see what we can do to make things better. That's positivity. Right, Parts? What do you think? Uh, it's funny because there's one, there's like two words that you can always say to be able to make sure that what you're saying doesn't sound, you know, po positively toxic or however we would want to put it. <laughs> um, it's at least, you know, at if least. you say it in a way, <laughs> diba, 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 doesn't it make sense? Oh. Like, oh man, uh, I, I don't like the way that the world is. I, I wish that everything was fine. You know, I'm getting all I'm getting anxious. I'm getting anxious and I'm depressed. And somebody goes, "At least you got food." You or, know, at least yes. Or parts you know, your girlfriend cheated on you, uh. and your friend just goes, "At least it was Brad Pitt." Oh, deba. Could have been it, worse. It could be worse, but it was <laughs> Brad Pitt. I can't blame her. At least, deba. <laughs> <laughs> Sobrang tama. Pero sobrang tama. You know, this, I love this episode because it's breaking down toxic positivity so simply for me. When I found it, like, oh, nga, no, how do I draw the line between at least two very At least, words. I mean, it's such a simple thing where you're just like, what? Like, wait, huh? Oh, I man. And, and I think that that is where a lot of people are, are drawing anger towards um, toxic positivity. Uh, where they're like, you know, I, I, I you need to, I need to acknowledge my feelings. I need to acknowledge that this is what's happening in my head. This is what's happening in my heart. Now, if you're telling me to disregard all, any and all of it, mm -hmm. you're, you're right. You're invalidating my feelings. And there is no worse feeling in the world than being invalidated about your feelings. Because what are you supposed to think? And how, what are you, how are you supposed to feel? And we've said it on the show many times. There are no right or wrong feelings. Mm. Um, if your friend, for instance, okay, Joyce, let's say you have a friend that is that has that toxic positivity mindset. How are you supposed to handle it? <laughs> I have a friend who, um, and I and I love this person. I'm not even going to tell you if it's a he or a she, but this person. Um, doesn't truly understand what depression is. And so one time I opened up to this person and I said, you know, my, my season of depression right now is so long. It's been a couple of months since I had a really good day. I'm really just sad. And this person replies to me and goes like, Why, what are you so depressed about? You help so many people. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't reply. So I guess that's how I handle friends who are uh, like that. <laughs> No, okay, okay, okay. So here is the proper way to handle, uh, I guess, friends and more so family members. I know that this is more rampant, especially in older family members, because I've seen yes. this happen so many times where we've got aunts and, and uncles and the ninongs and the ninangs of the Philippines who are going like, 
reklamo diyan ng komportable komportable ng bahay mo eh. You have to understand that first, some people use positivity as a coping mechanism. Yes. And that also is a telltale sign of their own anxiety and their own um I guess their own fears. Because when somebody doesn't want to dwell into the toxicity of the world and they spew out positivity instead, it's usually it's sometimes because they want to be distracted instead by the good things instead of deal with the bad things right now because they know that if they do, they'll feel just as anxious or they'll have to start being honest about how they feel and the state of the world that they're in right now. So you have to understand sometimes that most of the time, the people who are toxic, uh, who are positively toxic, always would sometimes come from a good place. They just want to make you feel better. They just want to offer up a, a, a better perspective. And they also just want to cope up with the situation in a manner that does not also drag you down. If you go to someone and you say, man, the world is ending and I really feel like we're all messed up. We're, we're not going to survive this. And somebody goes, yeah, you're right. We're never going to survive this. We're both dead. What do you want to do for your deathbed? Like, it's not... <laughs> right? Ex- exactly. Exactly. It doesn't It doesn't sound right, right, Bar? It's yeah, like, yeah. I would never do that to you. I know you're already anxious, right? Yeah. Um, but you also have to understand that the second part of dealing with, with people, family or friends who have toxic positivity that they always spew out at you, is to kind of educate them and 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 not really educate them but kind of make them understand why you think that their positivity may have a negative effect not just on you but in the future people that they'll be talking to you could say na you know i really appreciate that you're trying to offer offer up a more positive outlook in life and i really appreciate that you see the silver lining in everything because some people really do they see the positivity in everything but i want you to know that I feel disregarded. My feelings are invalidated. And I want you to first acknowledge that you know that this is really what's going on. And then tell me that you have this other perspective in life. I I see it as toxic positivity comes from a place of privilege. Hmm. Um, for instance, people that uh, in the times right now where they're like, let's stop, you know, fighting against the government or stop complaining let's just try and do our part and be happy and all of that they're coming from a place of privilege where they don't know what it's like to not have those things and that's why they can maybe they feel like oh you know just just brush it off and just smile because they're coming from a privilege that they're not going through the things that you're going through or they're or they're telling like what happened with you where it's like because they don't they have the privilege of not having that pain so in essence if the person is i don't want to say uneducated but maybe they're just not informed on the 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 negativity that you might be feeling whether it is emotional or physical or mental try and find a way to make them know and mm-hmm. if they still refuse to be informed in the same way in any which way in life right now just refuse to inform them just you know if if the per, if you don't okay i guess the best way to put it for me is if you don't like the advice that somebody is giving you you don't have to take it they mm-hmm. can dish it out they they can give out their advice you still have to be the one to take it if you want it so if you want to inform them to tell them like okay your toxic positivity is 
is wrong because of yada 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 and they still don't want to believe it thank you very much On to the okay next. but wait erin atayde okay. mara actually has a, a counter for your argument okay Mara says, I listened to an SOS podcast which tackled some parts on how this pandemic gives a silver lining, which is true. But if some people heard this, they may tell that you see it like that because you're privileged. This yes. is exactly what Mara yeah. says. But but this is what Mara says. But aren't we all privileged to be still alive amidst this pandemic? Everybody operates at a certain level of privilege. Exactly. And she says, I guess we should stop being critical on how people take positivity, positivity in their own ways. Besides, we struggle and survive in different ways in these trying times. But what matters is that we're living and still hoping for what's best for everyone. And I have to agree with Mara. And I agree with you two parts. Yeah. I think no, I agree th- with her as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, the just the boundary that we have to kind of draw is to not automatically jump into the conclusion that someone is positive just because they're privileged. The fact alone that you can make a counter argument saying that their positivity is toxic also means that you are standing on a place of privilege. Exactly. Because if you weren't, then you really wouldn't have the time, the energy, or even the capabilities to stand this argument and go like, no, I think you're just privileged. You're also privileged. We're all standing on a certain level of privilege. Now, I love what Mara and Aaron were trying to point out. We're in, it's not even just focusing on the privilege of other people, it's trying also to understand where they're coming from. Not everyone copes or deals with trials and situations the same ways that we do. And the difficult part is, as human beings, we have a tendency to always, we always expect other people to live the the life that we want to live. You know, like, this is my life. This is my worldview. This is my culture. You should respect it or you should live by it or else you, you don't even care. You're just intolerant. But that's not the case. We're different human beings, complex human beings at that too. I I, I agree. And, and what I was trying to say when it comes to privilege is, you know, if your privilege is that you don't have to, you know, you don't have to go through the things that other people are going through, regardless of what they are. You're right. We all have our own privileges and different levels and different understandings. So it gives us different perspectives. So if from their perspective is, you know, oh, let's just all be happy and forget about the bad things in life, then that is their privilege and that is their perspective. If your perspective is from a different side, you will understand the world from a different, you know, different point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you draw the line though? How, Joyce, for you, how does it become positive? How does, at what point does positivity cross into that threshold where it's toxic positivity on a more grand scale? Like, because uh, way, well, way the way we are talking right now is pretty much a, a person-to-person conversation. Yeah. But if it's a little bit more widespread, how do you try and make sure that what you're saying, especially you as somebody that is in a pretty big influence, hmm. you know, how do you make sure that you don't cross that threshold? That's hard. I mean, that's, I think that's a moment-by-moment, step-by-step um process that you have to go through every single day and it really takes a lot of empathy compassion and as we always say reading the room 
read the room, read the kind of situation that we're in. Uh, is it okay if I read some of the responses? Sure, Cause sure. I feel like your question actually is going to be answered by some of sure. them. Uh, like this one from Jella who says on a grander scale, toxic positivity is like denying that something is wrong. Instead of acknowledging that the situation is not okay anymore, you tell yourself, no, it's all right. It's like laughing at situations that aren't supposed to be laughed at. Being positive is okay. And it's not wrong to be positive. It's just that there are certain people that tend to go overboard and forget to acknowledge the wrong in the situation. And I feel like let's take, let's take something as mass testing in the Philippines. That still hasn't happened, what, 55, 57 days after mm -hmm. everything that's with the ECQ and the, and the pandemic. Somebody could go like, "Nde, okay lang, you know, okay magreklamo. The government is doing everything that they can without acknowledging the fact that less than one percent of the population has been tested. That's toxic positivity. Because, mm -hmm. and here is here's the pitfall of toxic positivity: when you don't acknowledge the wrong in the situation and you just spew out positivity like it's always a good thing, you don't leave out area and spaces for the situation to actually be better. How can it be better when you're already okay with what's happening that's what toxic positivity does and so that's why i feel like people can be so rampant against it but later on in the episode we'll talk about how we shouldn't be too critical on yes. others especially during this time let's move on now to what Pamela says, is it okay if I'm reading parts? Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Pamela says, the simplest way to understand toxic positivity is to think of having an intimate relationship with someone who constantly ignores and dismisses what you're going through. Your personal issues such as your depression and anxieties, family or work problems by telling you that it's all going to be all right. You can survive this, yada, yada. How would you feel then? Those are definitely great words to hear, but some, but something still doesn't feel right and that is one of the many forms of toxic positivity it is when a person only and excessively focuses on the positive side of things and disregards the difficult emotions and experiences and the unpleasant current realities um but this is very difficult also because if you keep naman going like agreeing lang with your partner and saying na oh nga, your work and your family sucks right now it could also go into just toxicity and play yes. out pessimism. So how do you draw the line again, Ataide? Oh, <laughs> you know, it's, it has to be that, you know, you have to keep everything in check. Mm. You know, as much as you don't harp too much on the negativity, because that's when it becomes toxicity, you don't want to focus on as well as uh, on the on the positive side of it, because that becomes you know, overly optimistic. Mm. So I, I don't know. I've always been blessed that I've been a realist, somewhat pessimist at, at times. So I've always been someone that, you know, if something good happens to me, I'm always like, Oh, something bad's right around the corner. Like mm -hmm. I, I've always been that kind of way. So I've, I've always acknowledged everything that was positive. I always prepared for everything that was negative, And I always lived right in the middle of the two. Mm. Where so realistic, I, ka. yeah. Well, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. You know, toxic positivity is such a broad thing, and and 
it's such a brand new thing as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, but wait, I found a doctor in our oh. SOS group. Okay. Um, and her name is Maria, and she says in psychology's therapeutic communication, it's called false reassurance. Toxic positivity is false reassurance. For example, when someone comes up to you and wants to share his or her problems, the cliche response kaagad would be okay lang yan or magiging okay din ang lahat, which is non-therapeutic kasi it's like you're trying to invalidate the other person's feelings. Again, invalidation is the difference between toxic positivity and just plain out positivity. Minsan, kapag may isang tao na lalapit sa'yo at mag-share ng feelings, hindi naman necessary na may response ka or kailangan i-uplift mo kaagad yung damdamin niya. Or kunwari, ikaw, di ba mas magagaan yung pakiramdam mo kung may nakikinig sa'yo instead of communicating what what they want or what their perspective is. So I think what Maria is getting at this here is sometimes you don't really have to be incredibly positive or even just, you know, always have a response whenever someone is going through something. It's okay to not say anything. I think that that's it right there. And I think that that's going to be the main takeaway that we have on this show. Um, you Just because somebody is telling you something or you're feeling something, like if when whenever me and Joyce talk and I'm like, parts, I'm going through something and then I'm, we're just talking. Sometimes the best thing that we do for each other is we just listen. And yeah. that's all that you need to do. Uh, mm. I... If, you know, if now that I'm, you know, we're talking through this, I, I guess we're learning more about it. And I think maybe toxic positivity in Tagalog is may masabe. <laughs> yeah, puede, actually, puede. It could diba? be categorized as, kasi maraming mga meme. Meme ka lang. Uh, eh. Meme ka lang, oo. Tama, tama din naman. Yung, no, you know. The, the worst is, uh, no, everything is going to be fine. There's nothing wrong. Everything's going to be fine. That's not what you need. May masabi lang eh. And, you know, I, the way that I see it is sometimes you just need to feel that. And you need, you don't need to say something in return. Hmm. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, I always give people the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes I, when whenever people do that, although there is a, 50 or 90% chance na may There's malang sila. There's always good intentions. Always good so, intentions. So I always, I want to take, and for our community here in Adulting with Joy Spring, I want for people to also give others the benefit of the doubt. You know, there is a, ch- a huge chance na may malang sila. There is a huge chance that they're also just incredibly uneducated and so they don't know how to properly deal with a situation that's already dire. And they just go on and say, na, no, everything is okay. But I want to give people the benefit of the doubt and actually think that they're coming from a place of real positivity. It's just that they don't know how to explain it well. But you're right. Sometimes you also have to acknowledge that some people just want to say something, so much so that they end up saying dumb things. Let's call it yeah. what it is. Let really, let's really call it what it is. But let's move on now to... I guess parts, how are we supposed to deal now with toxic positivity? Because I love how, um, I love how Tang asked the question here. She, she, she said, now should we just stop being too critical on others during this time? How should we respond to toxic positivity? 
I think that that's where uh, I'm going to go back to what I was saying a while ago, whether, you know, with, if somebody says something, and I, I think the whole mema and, and, and all of that. <laughs> At least a, <laughs> oh, diba? Those are, like for mema, those are things that are pretty much said online. It's not really said to a person, mm. you know what I mean? It's a little bit more widespread toxic positivity. Yeah. So the way that I see it, whether it's, you know, individual or, you know, online or anything like that, I have gotten to the point where I really don't, I, I mean, I will read what people say, but I make sure that it doesn't bother me to a certain extent, whether it's good or bad. Um, the, the, be the best way to do it is treat everything online like YouTube comments. They're just there read them but that's it they don't really mean like all that much just take it for what it is um and there will be people that will say things that you don't like trust me i'm a guy in sports broadcasting that has had many people really hate me because of things that i i actually when i started my career people were saying things and being toxic you know towards me because i was a dude like just because <laughs> of that so whether it's toxic, toxicity or toxic positivity, anything that you see like this, just acknowledge that it's there, but move along. You're right. Um, and also, apart from acknowledgement, just try to deal with everybody and general toxicity, whether that's yeah. toxic positivity or toxic... Should you treat it the same way? Comments. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think apart from what you said, which is just acknowledge and move on from it, I think it's also a, a great character building, and this is not toxic positivity, to use empathy and grace towards people, especially during this difficult time. Uh, the reason why I feel like it sh we shouldn't be too critical on each other these days is one of the things that we mentioned earlier. People deal differently with with different situations, you know, and and if I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt, some of them probably are struggling and are going through a yes. lot of anxieties and fears and they don't really see hope. And so what they do is anytime that there's a chance for them to be positive, they impart that. Even though that's that's not the best way to go about it, I understand and acknowledge the fact that that's really how some people are. The third one I'd have to say is if you have the chance to, um, really be able to impart new knowledge on people yes. about how they should see situations instead of how they are now seeing it with toxic positivity. Like if it's, for example, you know, with politics or a toxic relationship or a toxic whatever, toxic situation that they're in with COVID-19 and everything like that, instead of telling them that, you know, you're really dumb for being so positive when, when the whole world is ending. Instead of going on about something as negative as that, you know, you could actually go on and have a an intellectual discussion and tell the other person, you know, I feel like that kind of positivity could actually result to negativity if you don't watch yourself. Because if you don't want better things for the situation, if you don't want the situation to actually be better than what it is right now, then you're not opening yourself yourself up for other things. You're just staying in this situation going like, yeah, I'm okay with this. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Uh, I, mean, I was thinking about a question and, and you, you went on a very 
great run there, and I lost my question. So <laughs> that's nice. Toxic positivity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Ang ganda. Uh, I, I I wish that um, that that we would we would all find a way to get through toxic positivity. She doesn't even go that, here. I can't believe that. This, honestly, I can't believe that this is a thing now. Yeah. Pero I mean, tama, actually tama yung sinabi ni ano, ni Maria talaga. It's false reassurance. Yes. I think it's just the the woke culture that made made it toxic positivity. Ah, here, I remember my question. I remember okay. my question. Okay. okay. Um, do you think that people with toxic positivity mindset are kind of telling themselves as well as they're telling you? Yeah, that's like what I was saying, di ba? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So do you think that it is more that than yeah. anything else? Yeah. It, 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 okay. And and take it like this. You know, when when somebody tells you some negative thing about you, tapos ikaw yung type of person that's already insecure from the get-go. And so when somebody tells you, pangit mo naman today, you go, di naman ah, okay nga ako eh, ganda nga naman ka ako eh. It's, it's not because you believe that you're you're saying that to the other person, but you're trying to make yourself believe it so that you won't wallow in the negativity that they just told you. Does that make sense? Yes. And so yes. that's why I was saying that you really have to acknowledge that this is how some people cope with the negative situation. And to be completely honest, be honest with you guys, I'm like this. I've always been positive. That's so funny for somebody who's bipolar, right? But I've <laughs> I've always been and and the, I think that's the only and and here's the thing. And here's why you shouldn't be critical on people who are actually positive and sometimes bordering toxic positivity. Not critical, but you could be kind enough to them to actually educate them. Um, some people like myself who have gone through so much negativity in my life, who have gone through so much pain and suffering and, and just a lot of trials in my life. One of the only reasons why I got through and survived was because I was constantly surrounded by people who were positive. You know, when when my parents when my parents and I had a huge argument and I moved out of the house and we had all these difficult family problems, I had friends who didn't go onga, oh, wag mo nang pansinin yung parents mo, yamo sila sa buhay nila, masama naman sila. They didn't go like that. They just went, you know, just give it some time and and try to look at it in a positive way. Maybe the situation actually helped you guys flesh out the problems that you kept putting under the rug. And because I was already so negative in my own head and in my own thoughts, I needed people who would offer up silver linings and positivity in my life when I couldn't find them. And that's why we shouldn't be too critical with other people. Sometimes they, they may not be as articulate or as profound as we want them to be, but they do have good intentions. And sometimes good intentions is more than enough. Uh, another way that you can look at it is... Um, Positivity is, uh, toxic positivity is, there is no problem, let's look past it, everything will be fine. Mm. Positivity is, okay, there's a problem, it's going to be difficult, but we can get through it. You got it, dude. That's how it's done. You got it, dude. Negativity is... You know, there's a problem. We're all gonna die. That's, that, that's just like that. That's <laughs> to make the, it simple for everyone. Exactly. <laughs> is there going to be uh, a healthy negativity? Is there? Is that gonna be something? I think that's what you call a realist. 
Ah, so I'm a healthy negative. I'm I have healthy negativity. Yes, you are. You are a realist bordering on a pessimist. Ah, I can't wait until like two or three years where healthy negativity is going to be the new craze <laughs> online, and everyone's going to be like, "Oh, healthy negativity is going to be the thing that's going to be ruining our country." And da da da. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, that was a great question. Thank you once again to yeah. everyone in the SOS group for sending in their responses uh, to Tang, who had this amazing question. And I also wanted to talk about it because I feel like, you know, we see all of these terms on social media and, and people throwing it around without really understanding what does it really mean. I love that Maria uh, offered up a psychologist's uh, take on it. I False reassurance that. is the word. But I still love the most profound part of this episode is still at least. At least? At least. Oh, oh. that's you. And, and they have to do with the, with the head tilt. Oh, 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 oh Arteka, oh, Arteka. At least, oh, <laughs> oh. At least, oh. True. Oh, man. That wraps up this episode. If you guys have any more questions or topics, please do, uh, send them in through www.joyspring.com. You can leave us a voice note over there or through our anchor site and uh, through the Facebook page. That's right. But in the meantime, that's it for this episode of Shot of Sanity. Thank you once again for making us number one in Spotify. Please don't forget to join in our Facebook group. It's Shot of Sanity SOS Podcast. And we'll see you guys again tomorrow. Bye-bye, everybody. Paalam. And that's it for this episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, go to www.joyspring.com. And if you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash adulting with Joyspring. I'll talk to you guys soon. Paalam. Thank you.